Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, America. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. I ask you to do two things when you come here. Number one, please make sure that you know, subscribe, increase our political power by growing our size. Secondly, we would also ask that you would share these videos with the great unwashed ignorant. We don't wake a lot of people up very quickly, and I mean this summer, the next 30 days, we get a real problem. Yes, I'm talking about CBDC, but it's everything else that's going with it. In this particular report, we're going to be showing you a sponsor that has just revolutionized how people look and feel. It's called Ageless Multicollagen, and it's from, let me turn this the right way, Biotrust. Now, what Biotrust does that I absolutely love, they publish their research, unlike our federal government. They put everything out there and open. This is how this works. These are the studies. This is how you use the product. Absolutely fantastic. And in this particular case, this is about collagen replacement. Now, you lose collagen at a really high rate, and by the time you're in middle age, you've lost over half of it, which is why you look older, your hair is falling out, your joints ache like crazy, and your muscles are always sore, and you lack energy. Well, you can turn that around if you could replace the collagen. Now, there's a lot of imitators out there right now, and their crap doesn't work. This does work because it's proprietary, and you can see all about that when you go to read about the science at healthwithdave.com. Also, they guarantee the product. 60-day money-back guarantee, no questions asked, 51% off, free shipping, free nutritional exercise information. This is like one-stop shopping to be younger. And the only thing you have to lose is old age. Go to healthwithdave.com. That's healthwithdave.com. America is turning into one of the loneliest nations on the face of the earth. And there's a lot of reasons for it. And if I were to conduct a PSYOP understanding psychology as I do, I would do exactly what's happening in society today. We are alienating people like crazy. And I'm going to make some statements here. And some of you are going to say, "How, oh, Dave, how can you say that? Okay, let's start with the facts. 30% of adult Americans across the country live alone. In some cities, and I'll identify those cities in a minute, or the type of city, it's 40%. 40%. With that many single people running around, it's amazing they can't find each other in major urban areas. 
but they don't. They don't. We are at record lows for people not being married by the age of 40. Childbearing is at an all-time low in this country. This is not good. Now, let me step aside from this and let me go to the health statistics. When I was an undergraduate, I read a packet given to me by my psychology professor, my Psych 101 professor. It was called Executive Monkeys. And they said that when they put monkeys in unpredictable environments and there's a lot of stress, like CEO executives, corporate executives, they said these monkeys developed ulcers and sometimes they became fatal. And like, whoa. There's a mind-body relationship out there. Now, this led to the rise of the field in the field of what we call psychoneuroimmunology, PNI. Mind affects the body, body affects the mind. Up until this time in the field of psychology, if you go back and look at the historical literature, they had what they called Descartes dualism. The mind is over here, the body's over here, and in twain they shall never meet. Well, that's the biggest load of crap ever. So a guy named Friedman came along in the late 70s as a response to the executive monkey study, and he began to study the relationship between certain emotions and physical illness. Now, it's difficult to fix a cause and effect. So what you have to rely on is what we call correlated information. As one variable rises, the other variable rises too. Now, you can have cause and effect, but correlation is basically based on the fact that two variables co-vary together. And sometimes you have coincidence, and we call that spurious relationship. But most of the time, you can see, okay, like if you're learning a language, time on task versus vocabulary mastery. Do you think the two are correlated? Yeah, but it's also cause and effect. But there's interesting things, too, in the field of health where it's hard to because uh, health is multifactorial, in other words, multiple variables, but you can correlate. And you can do a multifactorial analysis, what we call multiple regression, where you can line up variables, measure them versus a health condition, and catch the correlations. And then you can rank order them. And this is what Friedman did. I hope I made that simple. Um, I'm a little out of practice teaching statin research because I've been inactive for almost five years. It's been a long time. I got a contract in the mail the other day from the university I taught at for 14 years. Uh, I turned it down, but it's kind of funny. It was unsolicited. But I know one of the deans pretty well, so I know where it came from. And I'll say thanks to my friend there for doing that. Okay, let me get down to the point here. They found that loneliness is highly correlated to heart disease. Highly correlated. Um, depressive thoughts come in. Pessimism comes in. And we know there's a brain chemistry interaction there because when you have that kind of thinking and rumination, you actually, what you do is you increase cortisol levels in your body because it's stress-oriented. That has a direct effect on the heart in a cumulative fashion over time. So Friedman found there was a high correlation between loneliness and heart disease. Later, we found out it was related to cancer and in women, particularly breast cancer. And so now we started developing all these associations between emotional stability and physical health. And the two are highly correlated. Then there became stress studies. I used to give these to my uh, Psych 101 students to teach the mind-body relationship. 
you'd give people a list of standard standardized stress events. There's one for children. There's one for adolescents. There's one for adults. There's one for older adults. And each variable would have a score. For example, if you're a child, the loss of a parent would be 100. That'd be a max score. Uh, for adults, actually, what they find is divorce is worse than the death of a spouse. Seriously. I think it's like 100 uh, for the for the divorce, and it's like 95 for the for the um, for the death. They're both tragic, but isn't that interesting? Probably because the causality comes into play. Now, here's what we know: your emotional health is connected to your physical health. Now, what are the emotional factors that buffer people against these effects? Being socially connected. Primary emotional relationships. And I mentioned this a few weeks ago in another venue, another vein of thought. But I said, if you want to know if you're socially connected, if you want to know if you have good primary relationships that implies a support system for emotional health and well-being ultimately affecting your physical health, then you have to absolutely look at who you could call at 3 a.m., if your car is broken down in the middle of nowhere and you're 40 miles from anywhere, who would come and get you? I started thinking about that myself. My family, every member of my family, yes. And I would say probably two and a third person who lives remote from me, they were in the same area, no question. I know a ton of people. You know a ton of people. I got over 2,000 people in my address book and my phone. I'm not bragging, but I'm saying of all those people I know. I'll tell you what a psychology professor told me in grad school. We were talking about primary relationships and this very topic. And he said, you know, Dave, he said, when you really look at the people that care about you, it's the people that sit around your table in your family, if you're lucky, and one or two other people. And that's really true. And what's the primary relationship of which we get the most pleasure and then sometimes the most pain? That would be your primary significant other relationship. And with marriage at an all-time low, should we be surprised that we're seeing what we call psychosomatic illness, the mind making the body sick? at an all-time high. A lot of times, people are better off going to a therapist than a doctor. Go to a doctor, get the symptoms treated. Go to a therapist, you might get to some of the root causes and and solutions about what you can employ. Now, having said all that, and I've kind of educated you on mind-body relationship, let me get down to what it means today from a geopolitical standpoint. The cities that have the 40 percentile, I live alone. And, you know, living alone for a while is okay. It can actually, for me, for me, I had a primary relationship end one time, and I was in my 20s, and I used that time to really work on me, academically, educationally, professionally, personal growth, uh, physical uh, endurance, physical stamina, physical health. And I really used that time productively. Now, I know it was what we call overcompensation, which is a defense mechanism, but it was a healthy overcompensation. 
But it also got me ready for a relationship in which I'd enter into marriage and would last decades, which is what I'm currently in, well over three decades. And what I have to tell you is, is that um, your emotional health going in is really important, and being alone for periods of time is okay. But it's not meant to be chronic. It's meant to be temporary. And even in those in-between times when you don't have a primary relationship, okay, you can still have great relationships with friends, both of the same gender and of opposite, the opposite sex. Uh, I've had friends come in different shapes, sizes, forms, colors, ages. One of my best friends for years was 20 years older than me. Used to be my boss. And we were pretty good friends up until the time he passed. So we look at all of this, and we have a real clear picture that's forming. In the cities that are at the 40th percentile, here's the punchline. They are generally considered to be blue cities. Los Angeles, San Francisco, Portland, Seattle, Denver, Chicago, St. Louis, New York. Do you get the idea? Do you see a picture emerging here? So I'm going to back up now. Now, we've got these correlated facts. Loneliness, living alone, we know is highly correlated to psychosomatic illness. What I'd like to see, and I'm not in a position to do this, and I don't think the government would ever give me a grant. I would know how to set this up. I mean, I used to teach research instead. But no one's ever going to fund that for me in my situation now. I'm inactive. But I would like to see a university study this, but I will guarantee you this, you'll never find it at uh, a lot of state-run universities that have to be private-based because they're not going to condemn their own blue culture. And what I really think we're looking at right here is this, is that we are now devaluing the family, we're devaluing childbearing, family values. We've devalued the institution of marriage across the board. And people are now buying into this. Women are given a myriad of reasons not to have kids. Oh, delay your kids. You'll have time for that. You need to do your career. I think you can do both. My wife did both. Eventually, she did leave so she could devote more time to being a mom. But we managed during the our early childbearing years and did really quite well. So I don't think it's an either-or choice. I think it's a matter of balance. But we are devaluing all of these things. Now, what's another thing that brings families together? The church. The center of a lot of recreation, not just worship, but recreation, making friends, activities, feeling connected. If you're lonely today, to me, the church is the best place to start. It truly is. Because you'll have a good chance of encountering people that are in the same status of life that you are. And even if you don't have an intimate relationship that evolves out of that, you can have people, birds of a feather flock together, and they can bring each other comfort and understanding because they have empathy for the situation that other people like them are in. I think this is absolutely critical that people begin to get into these group organizations. And I always say, too, you want to meet interesting people and have fun, develop friendships, and maybe a significant other relationship, go do activities in groups that you like. 
Now, well, you already have the common bond. You already have common We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at thecommonsenseshow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at thecommonsenseshow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time common interests and and what i'm telling you is the blue cities kill all of this there's such a de-emphasis on just normal humanity everything is cancel culture i'm afraid to speak out what did i read the other day 65 percent of state-run university students are afraid to express their opinion because of the fear of cancel culture. Well, see, I think that carries over into the blue city mentality. I'm not free to express who I am. All the values I've been told I should have had as a child, I'm being told by society now, if you believe that, you're, you're somehow deficient. We have emphasized the wrong things. And I would also say this too. There are some rural schools and some private schools that do a wonderful job. But for the most part, The government schools have killed patriotism, and they have killed the love of family and family values. Ladies and gentlemen, I saw a guy today on a Twitter feed that was sent to me. He broke into his elementary school child's classroom where they were doing, shall we say, things that embarrassed me to watch. And he's arguing with Excuse me. You grab Johnny or Joni, 
and you leave and you don't come back. Well, I work. I got to have the school for babysitting. No, 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 no. There's all kinds of child programs, homeschooling programs that cater to working adults. It can be worked out. And I think that loss of family values, loss of patriotism, devotion to culture, our way of life, it all fits together. Church attendance is way down, but no wonder. The the, the pastors, uh, the claim it and grab it, you know, kind of sermons you get, bullcrap on that. Seriously. Seriously, being a Christian or being a person of any faith is hard work. It takes discipline to go against your sinful nature. And discipline is something that we don't teach in our culture. Everybody wins a trophy. You don't have to go the extra mile. You'll be rewarded at the end of the day anyway. Everyone gets a ribbon. That's the sissy society we've raised our kids in. We could not win a war if we had to against China and Russia. Oh, and there are people that are fierce. Oh, I'm not knocking you manly men who serve, and you go into battle as called, and you provide, you, you perform bravely and admirably. My broadcast partner, Doug Thornton, is one of those people. What did he say? He, did? he bench over 400 pounds, training for a strongman contest now. It's an animal. Animal. But he would agree with what I'm saying. We're raising a bunch of sissies. In fact, we had this discussion the other night. We are talking about football rules that we played by growing up versus the sissy game of football that's out there today. I'll just give you a small example. You guys who are athletes don't know what I'm talking about. I used to play strong safety on defense. Yeah, I played both ways and special teams. I hardly ever got a playoff. Um, surprised I didn't get hurt. But anyway, in strong safety, sometimes we would invert to the tight end side if he was talented on a play action passing down. And as he would release and cross my face to go on a pattern, usually off a play action, I'd step up and deliver what we used to call a slobber knocker. I would, he could be 230 pounds. I was 160, but I'd knock him right on his ass and he never knew what hit him because he didn't see me coming. Today, you'd be kicked out of a game for that. You do it two games, you're done for the season. And that day, that's the game we played. That's, there was no late hits on the quarterback. (laughs) Sissy, sissy sport. When I was growing up, we played basketball, hand checking. You had the strong guy, big barceps. Strong chest, he's hand-checking you. Well, you better learn how to create space because he's going to keep you from going where you want to go. Today, foul, sissy game. Sissy, sissy, sissy. That's how we're raising our kids. We've lost discipline, hard work, love, connectivity. We've lost the church, family values, normal dating. Kids don't even go on dates anymore. They go out in these packs. They look like wolf packs. And they're sitting around a restaurant table all on their phones where they could be talking to someone three feet away and they're texting someone three miles away. This is crazy. And we wonder why we have a loneliness epidemic in this country. What you need to do is learn how to connect with people. Put your cell phone away for a while. Ask people how their day went. Take an interest in them and they will take an interest in you. Loneliness is deadly. Loneliness is emotionally painful. Loneliness takes a lot of the joy out of life. And if you want to be lonely, move to a blue city. That's it for the Common Sense Show. Please share this far and wide. Thumbs up. Like us. Make sure that you join us over on the commonsenseshow.tv. Here we do the news.
There, we do in-depth documentaries, many times employing guests that have experience, some of them with regime change activities, because that's what we've just gone through and what we're going to continue to go through until we change it. Because what we have right now is Bolshevik communism being rammed down your throat and no respect for the Constitution, the rule of law, and equal justice for all. Well, we get into how to avoid all these pitfalls. We want to help you stay one step ahead of the burning bridge. And right now, that's about all you can expect. And we're really good at it. Our show's popular. We get five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. You go, must be expensive. No, no, no. We charge bandwidth. I ask for people to help with the bandwidth so we don't go broke doing the show. But we're not looking to make profit. Some people charge $20, $50 a month. We charge as a joke. Like I said, it keeps us afloat. The Common Sense Show.tv, we'll see you over there. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.